It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. Hello and welcome to Little Cuties. I'm Dave. And I'm Sean. And we are the Little Cutie Baby, baby Cuties. Cuties. Baby. Sean, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Dave? I'm great. I'm a little intimidated because we're here at uh, Starburns Industries. Yeah, we're like in an actual studio with like, uh, you know, uh, like Wind old screens fashioned... on our mics. Headphones. We're yeah. not... I don't mean old fashioned. We have like, you know, what are these micro... You know, those like classic microphones that You're have making the... a... Your hands are, are, are in the shape of what I'm assuming... It's because you're... I can't describe what this microphone looks like to me. Like an old-timey radio An old-timey radio... Yeah, yeah. Microphone that's like... Propped up to our mouths right now. Yeah, like like you're we're, George we're bound Burns and gagged and in chairs right now. For I, for some reason, even though we're gagged, we can talk. Uh, I don't know. Look, what's going man, on, man, this is. Can we start over? We no, can start no, no, over. No, no. Do you, let, let's keep going. It'll okay. be fun. But but it's uh, fun when it's messy, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, brother, don't brother. I know it? <laughs> what if we just became guys who called each other brother? I would love that, brother. It's been a hard life. Bro- I, I feel like anyone. <laughs> Am I said, supposed to respond? No, to you don't have to. Okay, but call me brother, brother. I mean, that was just that. That's well, all I wanted to say to you. Left me hanging just only just a little bit. But it's bit. the tone of the brother that suggests what I was trying to say. Brother, like, try to guess I what... work with a guy who is the physical embodiment of calling a, another man brother. Like, he, I call him Sons of Anarchy because he looks like... Like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. We're, really, lo- we're just making reference to Hulk Hogan, right? No. <laughs> this is a thing that Hulk Hogan does that people know that he does. They, that he says brother. That he says brother, yeah. Well, he's, more, like famous, phrase, he's more famous lately for uh, using racial epithets. That's true, yeah. If you remember, that's what he's probably going to... His legacy is going to be... He's tarnished his... But a lot his, of people are famous for that. Right. <laughs> but he's tarnished his squeaky clean uh, uh, life and resume of being like a professional wrestler. Right. And now he's just known as a racist. Yeah. Professional racist, it says in his Twitter bio. Like how Bill Cosby was known for his show, The Cosby Mysteries. And now he's known for something else. Wait, that's not the title. Yeah, the Cosby Mysteries. Brother. No, no, he did have a show called the Cosby Mysteries, though. I'm he not, did. Was yeah. it a cartoon? No, I've never heard of this. What is this? Uh, it was a show where he played a detective. Hold on, let me look it up on IMDb. He had a couple shows. He had the Cosby Mysteries. He had yeah. I Spy, which God, was like an old spy were show. Really? He had Fat Albert and the Cosby yeah. Kids. He had he the had... World in the eighties. Yeah, he had and look, early nineties. Look, he's like. I would, I, I, it's sick, but like, I want to see him, I want him to like go on television and be like, I'm a monster and I'm going to go live in a cave and I want like a news crew to follow him into, into the cave, into the cave. and then make and a real little reality show. No, no, no reality show. Like the, we're boarding up the cave now and they like roll a boulder into like the right. front of the cave and then he just, that's like where, a bear. Yeah, I guess. Like he just hibernates, but no, for, he, forever. The idea is he's in there and all he has in there is like. Let's say we give him a sleeve of saltines. Right. He can survive as long as that 
sleeve of saltines will right. take him. He's got a thimble full of water, a sleeve of saltines. Yeah. And if he can get out, he gets to this live like somewhere riddle. in isolation. But you have if sleeve? not, yeah. that's it. You don't get to wonder what happened to Bill Cosby. You know he's you in know that You know he's cave. in that boulder. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Shia LaBeouf like, stunt, right? Like, and you can watch him <laughs> in the cave, right? Like, it's a trans, it's a boulder, but they like, they put a, you know, like a, a glass uh, transparent thing that you can stare no, into not, on the outside. And he's just kind of like walking around and just, you know. No, no. I wouldn't want to see Bill Cosby in the cave. But Shia LaBeouf yeah. would do that voluntarily. Yeah. He would be like, I'm not famous anymore. I'm not an artist. I don't want any attention, but I am going to put a million GoPros on me and live stream every minute of my life. And also, I'm going to watch myself watching the movie Holes. I think Shia LaBeouf is so funny. Yeah? I just, yeah, I really do. I just, what do you mean funny? I just, he's, wants to, he's a serious person. I know, but it's... He's just he wants fun. He's very entertaining. He's, he I always like have an affection person. for people who go against the grain, but not like a Bill Cosby go against the grain. That's a little fucking insane. But like what? <laughs> Wait, did you just? It was a joke. It was <laughs> okay, a joke. Okay. What? <laughs> just because against the grain is not how I would describe. That's why Bill they're, Cosby they're, does things a little left yeah, of center. Like yes. it's not thereby making it a joke. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you remember what our our a uh, friend that we won't name uh, had he had a run in with Shia LaBeouf one time. Um, no, he was uh, he he was in an IHOP and Shia LaBeouf was in there. Right, and he and Shia LaBeouf was drunk and he was walking around to like all the tables going. <laughs> what was he saying? He was going. This was like probably seven years ago. But our friend saw him go, like just go up to different tables. Go, are you homo? Are you homo? It's okay if you're homo. My brother's homo. Oh my god. Yeah, that's. Uh, and there were no cameras on him at that time. No, at this point he was not. So he was just doing fucking move. performance art for nobody. Well, I mean, you with call the people performance the... <laughs> art, I think he would call it being no. Drunk. I know that he's. There's a very good chance that he's, uh, you know, insane. Did we talk about? We talked about Shia LaBeouf probably also in the context of that he. I would run into him at valley parties sometimes. No, I don't think you ever. Oh, because he grew up in the. He grew up in Los Angeles, and I would see him. You'd at, see him. Yeah, I saw him occasionally at the, at the Sherman Oaks ArcLight about a month ago. Yeah. Yes. Where, where was he? Power walking out of a screening of Steve Jobs with it with his girlfriend, looking just furious. Let's go. He well, he'd, <laughs> he'd been like arrested in Austin a couple of days before that for like public uh, in uh, public Decent. intoxication, I think, oh, okay. or something. He did something. He did he did something real Shia like, you know. Yeah. He did. You know, he threw a he threw a you know he threw a a, a donut at a horse or something you know like a police horse <laughs> not just any horse you know what i'm saying in my head it was like right. he punched a cop but it's like no then he would go to jail but yeah like, yeah he like taunted a police horse with like a bunch of donut holes and then he like put got put in the drunk tank he's just a silly silly guy uh and i just i find <laughs> him very entertaining whether it's intentional or not and you know i mean i you know i just well, always... what were your run-ins like with him i nothing i just like oh that's the you never witnessed him doing anything no, nothing insane. I just, you know, and, and no one ever talked about... Did I ever being, tell you about and, how... You know, I had friends who went to high school with him. Yeah. He went to Oakwood, I believe. Mm. It's just like a, kind of like a, a, you know, a private school. Yeah. You know, but uh, kind of, it is kind of private school. Half private, half not. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it, I don't. No one ever told like uh, colorful stories about him or anything. So that was very surprised when he was the when he started going. Yeah, insane. the one celebrity that I I I kind of you know would run into growing up became 
hugely yeah. famous and also very odd. Yeah, very odd guy. Yeah. For some reason, that reminds me of. Uh, did I ever tell you the time I I saw Mark Marin running around Harris Whittles' house at a party, and he was like, he was in a deep American Apparel red uh, t-shirt, red V-neck t-shirt, right. chasing his girlfriend around, going Jessica. Jessica, come on! <laughs> That's so Marin-esque. Shia was being from... Shia-esque. Marin was being Marin-esque, and there was no, there were no cameras on him or any audio equipment. No, <laughs> are you being shocked? They that weren't being are just taped. Their, people are just their authentic selves. This is just material, just just up in the ether. You yeah, know? That's, yeah, that material is just for us. That's for us. Him power walking away from the Sherman Oaks Galleria, pissed off. I'm gonna make it even more macro. I think this everything is just for us. You know what I mean? Because. What does what? what happens after we die? Nothing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? The bigger picture. Yeah, what it's happen- just for us. What you do you know? think happens after we? That's die? That's my Bill Hicks. It's just a ride. It's just for us. Do some. Do some. What Bill- happens? What do I think we? Are you gonna start debuting? I think some we go really- to. I think we go to a very stereotypical heaven where yeah. you're just I do, running around on clouds. I do think it's an old man with a long white beard on a yeah. cloud. Okay, I'm not spiritual, and I believe in God. I'm the opposite. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) he is an old, old white man with a long white beard on a cloud. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. And that's truly what I believe. That is. That's a hundred percent. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not being sarcastic at all. That's what you believe. And I'm not. And I don't need to do yoga to to have to feel enlightened that way. But you do. You do yoga. I don't. But it's not for the reason of that. Yeah, Yeah. I do it to strengthen my core. And I do it. But nothing spiritual. uh, No. And I do it to meet girls with a side braid. Yes. With a side braid. And is it working out? Oh, I've met a dozen in just the first week. There's uh, Allie, Christina, Shelly. There's Toby, like four, which is T O B I with like a little accent. Toby. There's uh, there's T O B I without the accent. Mm-hmm. There's just T O B. It's <laughs> yeah. those, those are her initials. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the, what they stand for. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, then there's Gwen. Oh, that's only <laughs> wow. six. No, I'm just gonna stop on. That's her. maybe she, seven. That one, she really. Uh... You okay? <sighs> Man, she. Uh... You ever know? Mascara, you ever just, you just like, have mascara running down your cheeks now. <laughs> <laughs> if I know I'm gonna cry, yeah, yeah. Mascara that'd be can. amazing if you just applied mascara to just one eye, yeah. so that you could see a single, <laughs> so that everyone knew when you were crying. Do you ever find that you cry or tear up more easily when you're hungover? Because um, I find that. Yeah, well, I'm much more. You know, I mean, when I'm hungover, I'm much more anxious, a lot more emotionally fragile. For, you know, definitely. Yeah. I can't remember if I said this on the podcast before, but the uh, painkillers I take for my back make me able to cry on command and it's the weirdest thing that's so crazy I, how did you so you really i like was feeling can we see it i'm not I mean, on I, them i'm not currently on them oh okay oh the painkiller okay yeah yeah what do you want oh you want your see back's fine well, how is your back by, by the way you've been going oh, you, said, I mean, you mentioned that you went to physical therapy i started a new physical therapist i got some mm-hmm. exercises i'm at an advanced age it's t- life is really it's 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 over life is over for me you look good Oh, thank you so you're much. You're handsome. I'm stopping. You are. You're no, a handsome stop. guy. Sean. Don't, don't even fucking deny it. No, you, that's not. <laughs> don't, don't even. No, we don't. Don't to, even. Don't. Stop. Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to cry out of one eye. Sean, you better don't make me come over there. This room is doing some yeah. weird things to us. Uh, this, I, this is the scene of the crime where my three failed podcast pilots were taped. Yeah. We're, we're usually either in your living room oh, yeah, or my right, bedroom. Yeah. And it's usually 100,000 degrees in my room. We're sitting on the floor. You're sitting on my roommate's swivel chair. Yeah. You know, this feels like we actually might be professionals. This feels like we're... Yeah, absolutely. It feels like... It kind of undermines our entire theme of our show, doesn't it? No. No. It feels like a little... (laughs) It feels like in Big when he's like wearing... Like the little boy's wearing like a big suit that's too big for him. You know what I mean? 
where like does that happen in big or am I thinking of a different movie you're thinking of um, thinking Stop of... Making Sense by the Talking Heads <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the Frosted Mini Wheats commercial from the 90s where an adult would take a bite out of Frosted Mini Wheats and, and they'd then be tr- transformed into their kid form but they'd be but they'd have wearing the, their the suit would be the same yeah. and then the suit would take a bite and then fit them mm-hmm that you was that, that was a weird commercial. If that commercial went <laughs> that on just for like thirty seconds longer, they would be like excited that they were eating the cereal, and then they would look down and then look at their hands and then look in the mirror and just yeah. start screaming. Yeah, right. That, yeah, they'd be like, "Fuck!" Yeah, what's happening to me? Right. I don't want to be ten again. Horrifying. I have to go to work. Yeah, they're underreacting to it. How did they nail that commercial? I mean, how did they get that commercial? I realized if I was in and any like it. major like if there was any if I was in a premise-based high-concept comedy like Big or The Goonies or anything, I would just... Or if I was in any movie, like a zombie movie, I would just crumble immediately. Oh, like If I was in yeah. Big and I was like, I wish to be big and I woke up and I was like Tom and Hanks, I would just walk into... I would just be like, I don't know what to do. I would tell everybody. Yeah. Like, I, there was a Zoltar machine. Yeah, why did he keep it from people? Because I understand why Kevin McAllister doesn't say anything because he thinks he made his family disappear. He thinks he, he murdered them all no. with his wishes. Right? No, it's because... But, but, but in Big, you know... No, like, but if, if, if yeah. anybody said... Any, all movies could be dismantled with one right. line. If if yeah. that kid was just if there like, were cell phones back then, I don't know then. what the fuck happened. <laughs> I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. Every if I was in that movie, every line would just be me going to people going. I'm, I'm scared. So scared. Something weird happened. I'm really so scared. If I was in Home Alone, yeah. I'd just knock on all my neighbors' doors and be like, "I'm scared. I know exactly where my parents were." Right. Why does he do that? Why, why does he do that? Though? Because he because it's a movie. No, I know that, is, but, but like, did they give a reason that that you know? I, I mean, made that considered my family a classic. disappear because he was excited. Not not ca- not. Kevin McAllister, I'm talking about uh, whatever his name is in big. Josh. Tom Hanks is scared. Yeah, Josh, yes. What, that character what, was a Jew. Isn't why that didn't crazy? He, why didn't he tell people? You know the young version of Tom Hanks was a Jew, for sure. That kid was a Jewish guy. <laughs> for sure. He, he looked like half the kids I knew growing, growing up. He growing like up. Growing up. Yeah. Growing big. I don't they know. They should have called it growing big. <laughs> they really fucked yeah. up. They really missed a golden opportunity. They should have called it movie bigger big. and blacker. Yeah. <laughs> The Chris anyway, Rock if special. I was in a zombie movie, yeah. and people were running from zombies, I would just let them kill me. Would you really? No, yes. I'd fucking run for my life, man. That's the difference and between you and me. And then you get tired in me. five minutes and then try to hide under, what, some leaves? I would just be like, this is going to be over soon. I think just your, into my your survival instinct would kick in. You wouldn't just rationally be like, you know what? I can't outrun these things. I would, I would fucking freak out and I'd run away. I'd be like, I would, you know, you yeah. know what? Realistically, I would try at, to have sex one time and then I would just let someone kill me. Honestly, you try to have sex with any with, with a zombie. No, <laughs> that'd be that'd be that would be my zombie movies where they start approaching him like, look, real quick. This is you probably don't have the cognition anymore. Yeah. Your brains are gone, but this is two zombies. Fuck. Yeah. This and then, yeah, yeah. honestly, and then you're like, why is this my sexual fetish? Why, why am I you, hard out of my fucking skull? But right honestly, now? if you if that was your thing, yeah, if you wanted to fuck zombies, yeah, and, and you're like, you've never, and also you're like, I don't understand why uh, you thought you were asexual before the the zombie apocalypse, and then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm a new man. You're excited, but you're also scared because your life is in danger. <laughs> yeah. But you're also like. This is my sexual fetish has never had a chance to just run run around yeah. like like a like a kid wishing that he was big. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean I guess that's one upside to a zombie apocalypse. If you're like yeah. you spend your whole life going I'm we never going to get that. to fuck a zombie. You want to write that in right a now? A feature like film <laughs> yeah, about a guy who wants to fuck zombies. 
Um, the rest of the podcast is just silent and then just us coughing intermittently. Like, you know. My only concern about writing that movie is I'm worried it would make too much money. Yeah. You know? I don't need that kind of fame. Mm. <laughs> I just want mild success. I just want a TV show on a streaming service, you know? Absolutely. Streaming is the future. You, you get that, right? I, I agree. Honestly, I mean, network TV's dead. Cable's fine, but it's like some of these big shows yeah. are going to streaming. Do you ever watch Hulu's Casual? No. I'm watching Hulu's Casual. Is it just Hulu, like a video fireplace? Like Hulu not even trying? Yeah. yeah it's it's a, riveting. Is it great? Yeah. And you're just sucked in? Netflix has a show that's just <laughs> security footage from 7-Eleven. I'm watching that shit night Is that and day. a real fucking thing? No. Okay. <laughs> How you, do you feel That'd good? Be- I feel that, Do you have I, anything you I, need to tell me? Can I point out that I'm I'm holding a cup of coffee right now? Uh-huh. I know that on the last episode... You uh, said you were off caffeine? Yeah, uh, you know, for the month of November. Yeah. And uh, off of alcohol. Yeah. I'm not drinking still. Right. But I am drinking coffee Yeah. Um, right now. This is my second cup of coffee that I've had this month. Yeah. The earlier one, the, the, the one was earlier today. Now, I'm not, <laughs> not going to consider this... You had a cup of coffee today. Yes, Already. I had a cup of coffee earlier So you had a cup there. of coffee earlier today. You got in my car. I ha- I gave you a Red Bull. Yeah. You drank a Red Bull on the way here. I needed it, And now it, you're drinking man. a coffee. <laughs> Let me just say, this is why I didn't want to drink coffee, because it escalates. Caffeine really makes you think you, you need it. Do you think you have an addictive personality? You know... Are you a thrill junkie? I definitely... Uh, hmm. I mean, that's... I'm not like I don't I don't think I have an addictive personality, but I, I you know I I don't I, if this were like detrimental to my life I would stop it you know I I definitely would but it's not really Ca- caffeine this month right like mm-hmm. here's what here's the reason that went into my head before I went and I got that coffee from from Coffee Bean today one I had like seven hours of sleep and I wanted to I was shooting like a little uh, a little thing with our our. You know, with Sam. who you shoots with the, Sam? Yeah, with, with Sam today, who shoots, you know, the little cutie stuff. So I was exhausted, and I needed to mentally be there. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, I you know, what The rationalization that went through my mind was, I'm already quitting alcohol and even going beyond this month. So I was going to stop, you know, at the end of this month and go like, that was, a, that was an interesting thing. I'm not going to drink for a month. But I really am thinking that I'm quitting alcohol Completely? Definitely. Maybe even saying this, I'm going to declare this. I mean, you shouldn't hold yourself to anything. Saying saying you're going to like cut back, totally respectable. Our very last episode started with you saying you were done with caffeine. Well, here's the thing. That was two here's weeks ago. Here's the problem when you when you like double up on resolutions. You know, when you first of all, I've been writing every single day, so that was another resolution that I right. made. I don't even think I said it in the podcast, but I've been writing at least a half an hour every single morning. That's great. So every single day, I've kept that up. Are you still for, doing that ritual with the candle? And yeah. The, so I have great. this ritual that I didn't mention on the last show where I, I ran into a guy at a party. Did we talk about this? I don't think not we did. On the show. I talked about it. yeah. Okay. So I ran into this guy at a party and I was not drinking. We were just talking about, you know, when you're not you're not drunk at a party, um, you start just carrying on boring conversations with other people who aren't drinking at a party. Sure. <laughs> and the, and this guy was just talking about uh, he just mentioned that he was writing uh, something, and I was like, oh, you, you know, you know, I'm writing too. And then he mentioned that he read the book The War of Art, which yes. is uh, the inverse of you know the flip side of Art of War. It's not the what's the guy's name who wrote that book? Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu, yeah. Uh, this is Zeus but this is a book about you know just kind of like a, a kick in the pants book. Like a seven. Yeah, yeah. On how to start yeah. writing every day to just break you know just to do it. And people swear by it. They really it's like it's 
it's equally held up, at, you know, in high regard as um, as yeah, uh, this way. The no, the uh, easy way to stop smoking by Alan Carr. It's like a way, you know, and it, which uh, which worked for me. I used to smoke in my you used to my, smoke. Yeah, I used to smoke in my early twenties. I was up to a pack a day. Really? I went to Paris and yeah, and uh, smoked a bunch of gal. I was up to a pack of pack of Galois a day. This cheap, like you know, uh, French cigarette and. Uh, you know, I was going through a breakup at the time. You could smoke everywhere. So I was just like going through this nihilistic phase. And then I read this book and I stopped. I really cut, you know, cut it out cold turkey. So like... That's impressive. And then I just haven't smoked since. But, uh, you know, so I was talking about this thing and he's like the way that he he had been doing... So I read The War of Art uh, a couple times and it never it never stuck. Right. So like I, I'd start up for like a few days and then I would stop and I'd just be like, oh, I guess there's, you know, so hard to write on a day to day basis when you have a day job and all this stuff. Um, but then I talked to this guy at this party and he said that he was two months into writing every single morning for a minimum of a half an hour a day. So I was like, wow, it really worked. It was like amazing to see a person who was two months in because I'd never gotten to two months of writing every single morning, yeah. you know, rain, you know, whatever, like just, you know, without fail, you know? Rain and, or shine. Yeah, rain or shine. That's what you're about to Without say. fail. Yeah. I was going to say rain, rain sleet, sleet, or snow. snow. Like That's post, the post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> you were, your way. writing was as reliable as yeah. uh, a postal officer's yes. uh, delivery guarantee. Totally. Remember when postal officers were, were uh, known as the cliched uh, mental breakdown? ones yeah and now everybody else in the country is doing the now exact it's just same literally thing. every now other just person the every man just has like you know uh, uh yeah that's real sad man yeah, that is sad uh um but yeah so so i've been water so what i do is i water a plant i bought a plant at home depot i water a plant every morning and then i light a candle and i make a little cup of green tea and i've been writing for a half an hour minimum and i log it in this little book and and i've been doing that every single day so that coupled with quitting you know alcohol for the entire month which is going strong there's no chance of me doing that this month for sure and it's going to continue on great um is is enough of a resolution so i was like you know what ease back also the thing that like here here's here's the main thing about it drinking alcohol for me was kind of unproductive because you know as a stand-up it would make it easier to do stand-up because you're a lot looser but you're not going as a stand-up you have to throw yourself on stage and you have to beat yourself up because you have to feel that social anxiety you have to feel all this stuff because all that is stage time it gets you used to going like okay i can i can go to a party and i can it's not the party but also like i can perform without alcohol and it strengthens your confidence and then you become stronger performer because of it but if you drink and then you perform you and you do well you chalk it up to oh well i was drunk so my confidence was obviously sailing. It's kind of a, a cheap thing. And you're like, well, do I need alcohol to get drunk all the time? So that's one thing. The second thing was it was just unproductive. I'd have even like a beer. And this is because I'm like half Asian. I'd have like a beer and I'd wake up a little bit more like groggy in you're the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's my shirt says it. Uh, I wake up, you know, a little bit more groggy, even with a beer, you know, and I have a low, yeah. you know, like a, a very, you know, low tolerance and, you know, and everything. But so anything that was, I, I reason. It just slows you down. Yeah. And I reasoned yeah. that alcohol was unproductive towards making me reach my goals in life, even albeit it's fun, but unproductive right now. Yeah. And coffee is productive in reasonable quantities because yeah. as long Coffee's as you don't not hurting you, yeah, as long you know, and then also focus your concentration. You know, it's a uh, what's yeah, no, no, there's a word for it, a neurotropic neuro, neuro, you know, it's like a smart drug basically. 
That's ironic that I forgot the name for the, for the smart truck. Anyways, that's the point. And right now, I'm quitting alcohol indefinitely. That's I great. like. I want to continue it after November, and we'll see I'm how proud it goes. Of you. Yeah. Well, then, fine. If we're if we're uh, if we're if we are uh, keeping ourselves honest through this, yeah. I got uh, super frustrated the other night and started uh, writing a new script. And I hate. It's but, wonderful. But I got. I have so much. I get like really embarrassed <laughs> by like being a writer. I think it, I don't know what I don't know what happened. Why? But yeah. Because I, I just because the act of like taking an idea and going like this will be a pilot and I'm like starting to write like I think just character breakdowns and log lines. I'm like yeah. Ugh, like Griffin is 32 and he's and I'm like oh I fucking hate writing. I hate what I'm doing right now. I hate like. Jill's 30 and right. she doesn't totally have it all I'm like yeah. oh but I know that like once I just do all that shit Man, that it'll make will sense kill to me. you I, I deal with it every day that's why like it's I know. hard to write you know so, your inner whatever critic I've been, will tell but, you whatever you can to you know because I've been working this other job that is writing but <laughs> yeah. isn't writing a television show I it's not that I forgot but I just like I just went I'm not gonna pressure myself to do this anymore I'm sick of trying to because that script I was writing before was mm. Literally about my exact life and what was happening to me at that exact moment. Right. I did not want to, like, I look back and I'm like, oh, there's a reason I got 37 pages into a script. There was like, a guy who moves out of his apartment yeah, with his girlfriend right? and, like, yeah. they are weird. And I got why everybody's notes were like, we don't really understand their relationship. And I'm like, I don't get it either, okay? Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> but, like, now now I, like, have some distance from it. And I'm like, okay, now I'm actually going to try to, I, now I just have to do it. Because I wa- people want to read my shit, even though I hate yeah, it and myself, I know that it's. You shouldn't it's, hate yourself. Well, you're, you're talented, well, and you're. Uh, <laughs> we should we should take a break, pay some bills really quick, and bring on our guests because I'm really excited it. about it. Okay. Yeah. All too. right. We'll be yeah. right back. With- Hey, little cuties, it's Dave with a word from our sponsor. Now, normally Sean and I deliver these messages together, but we ran out of time when we were recording our episode. So I'm here to talk to you about Gazelle. Now, Gazelle is the leading e-commerce company that buys and sells pre-owned consumer electronics. What does that mean? It means that they pay cash for used smartphones, tablets, laptops, and desktop computers. And they actually buy them and sell them to you. So you're going to get cash back in your pocket, everybody. Now, that's that's nothing to shake a stick at, but it is something to shake an iPad at if you catch my drift. Now, I'm a bit of a technological Luddite, so I have not had much luck with Gazelle myself, but I assure you that if you have some new tech, they will buy it from you. Um, just from personal experience, unfortunately, there are some things that they will not buy back from you. Um, I tried to get them to buy my Apple Newton tablet back, uh, the tablet device that Apple introduced in the mid-90s. Uh, I was not able to get any cash back for that, unfortunately. Um, I had a sidekick phone with one of those QWERTY keyboards that pops out. Uh, you might have seen it in a Destiny's Child video and possibly 1999. Uh, they did not want that back from me. The Atari Jaguar, the 64-bit video game system that Atari introduced, uh, they said no thank you. Um, the Motorola Razor and Crazer I had, both in hot pink, they said no thanks. I had a Sega 32X, uh, that attachment that you plopped on top of a Sega Genesis to upgrade your graphics from 16-bit to 32-bit. They said, no, sir, that is probably worth $4. And uh, I gave them several Tom 
Tamagotchis in various states of being alive. Um, so if you're familiar with Tamagotchi, that is the little egg that uh, comes on a keychain, and you, you know, a little a little little thing hatches out of it, and you have to you have to care for it and, and nurture it and kind of raise it from infancy. And there's a little digital cry, you know, maybe it'll cry if it's sad, and you go, oh, my Tamagotchi needs to be fed. Um, Gazelle was not impressed with any of that. They said, uh, they said, please, we, we, we're trying to buy back, you know, new relevant technology. So, you know, come back when you have a Samsung Galaxy tablet. And I said, I don't even know what that is. I basically live in 1995. And the only way I can record this podcast is if someone puts me in front of some microphones hooked up to some weird future machines. So I'm sure you can realize that it didn't go great for me, but it might go great for you. So check out gazelle.com and sell your used tech. Heck, you could do a lot worse. We'll be right back with more Little Cuties. Welcome back to Little Cuties. I'm Dave. And I'm Sean. And we have a very special guest. She is a writer. She's an actress. She was on Girls. She runs I'mBoyCrazy.com, the advice podcast, Boy Crazy Radio. Alexi Wasser is here. Hey. Oh, my God. You guys, thanks for having me. This is great. Thanks, thanks for doing so it. Thank you so much for oh doing it. God. How are you? I'm really good. It's great to see you. You're so strapping. You're better looking than I remember you looking. Well, I don't She's think, talking I don't, to me. I'm talking <laughs> okay. to both of you. I don't um, think I've seen you. In like, years. Yeah, it's been a really long time. A long time ago, I think you had shaggy or crazier hair, maybe. Big, you, stupid fro. Maybe you were a little... Uh, Whatever you're a little say. Jew. <laughs> Whatever you say, maybe you're a little, a little cutie. A little cutie. You're a little cutie <laughs> always. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you weren't as confident. Maybe you weren't as. Uh, are you working out? What are you doing? What's happening with you? I, you know. You know what it is. Your hair is a bit shorter. True. Yeah. It's, it's like shaped it's on like the sides. It looks it's nice. It's like you've shaped your hair into a thing that like yeah. now you know what you want for your life. You know what I mean? Oh my god. And like you look like you lost a bit of weight. And you're wearing clothes to fit better. And, and I appreciate it. And salt and pepper right there. And salt and pepper was okay, very well, we sexy. That's not, very sexy. That's not something I did to myself. That's something that time did that's to me. That's what life did to you. Yeah. Yeah, this, but when life, you know. That's something that a tumultuous two year relationship will do to you. It will bring the wisdom. The gray out, out of it? Yeah. Do you think that's yeah. what. And then it really started graying at Oh, that point? yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You, guys, you guys, I'm bored. I'm your guest. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel ignored. Alexi. Sean's always smiling so big. Isn't it great? Let's just set a baseline here. If you I'm so listen. sad. Okay, Sean. Yeah, okay. Talk to our guest. Okay, make her feel, I make her feel so comfortable. Make me feel it's, special it's and beautiful. Job, it's our job to, make to focus feel. on her, make her feel great, yeah. and just make her feel included. Also, I Should just we have not have quick, seated her on a pile of rocks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just playing on some comfy couches. This is good for me. Yes? If at any point... You like there's something you need something like please continue to express your 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 needs and your, and your feelings. Thank you. This yeah, is Jesus fucking too. Dave. She <laughs> is a modern man. How dare you be think I can't modern. speak up for myself? Yeah, seriously. Oh my god, no, I'm just kidding. So you're single? <laughs> I wasn't. Wait, both of you are single? Yeah. No, I'm not single. You're not single? I thought you moved out with some girl. You're writing a 37 page script about. That was like 10 months ago. Yeah. Oh, who's this new person you're with? Let's like, like dive right in. She's she was a guest on our podcast. Previous guests on our podcast. Yeah. Oh my God, Alexi Wasser. Previous, right now. previous. <laughs> Dave and Alexi are dating. Oh wait, cats out of the bag. Who yeah. are you really dating though? Some a writer, right? Uh, comedian? Actress, comedian, writer. 
a feral audio podcaster. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Her name's Courtney Peroso. Really? Yes. This is so exciting. Shout out to Courtney. Shout out to Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. So Maybe she's listening to this. Maybe <laughs> oh not. She's right over there. Oh my God. <laughs> like, she, with, a, with a cup to your back. <laughs> she was like, asleep. She was that. asleep for most of this. <laughs> um, wait, is this live? No. Oh. No. Okay, cool. Well, pressure's off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, who are you dating? I'm pointing to Sean. Uh, just casual dating right now. This is, uh, this is how I avoid this oh, question. Are you on Raya? Are you on uh, Raya? Yes, I want to talk oh. about this. Oh are my you? god, I am on Raya. I have never been on a dating app before. Hold on, oh, I got a lot of this. Exclusive. This oh my god, yeah, 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 a friend oh my of mine. God, yes. A friend of mine oh. uh, showed me this. This is very interesting. Yeah, I am on Raya. So How's you got your application approved, obviously. My, yeah. you're oh my god, figure. I'm about. I'm a public figure. It's for public figures, isn't it? You guys, we're in Burbank at like at like six p.m. at like six p.m. on a Tuesday? Television is made. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It is 6 p.m. It is Burbank. This is Feral Audio. Yeah. Starburns. Starburns Industries. Affiliated Industries. Very cool. Very Very cool. cool. I was just joking. But also, Uh, it is Burbank. But here's the reason I'm on Riot, which is like even more. Can we curse on this thing? Yes. Like even more of a dick thing to say. My friends are the people who created it. Oh. And so I got in on it in beta form or whatever. Mm -hmm. And also because like, I don't know. I don't know why. But it also, you do explain it a little bit to it. To okay, so who Raya don't know. is like Illuminati Tinder. It yes. basically it is uh, girls who are not monsters, and then men who are successful and probably and monsters and monsters. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> totally. And uh, so I had never been on Tinder before. Have you have you, have you guys been on Tinder? I yeah. was on it for about two days. Two days, and then what happened? You met a girlfriend. You love being in a relationship. I feel like. No, I mean I don't necessarily. I like the one I'm in right now. Oh, uh, Tinder good. made me sad. Very sad. Well, how come? Uh, I. You know what? I think I just have a weird, not weird. It makes I me think, sad too. I think it's, I have enough yeah. of an ego where I'm just like, I just was selectively like, well, this girl looks like she would like me and I would like her. And then like nothing would happen. I'd be like, what the fuck? But I know that people that have success from it are just going, yes, 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 I've known, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, people who've gotten married, my friends were recently engaged off of it. I mean, it really isn't affected, at least in the beginning. I think now it's just kind of a desert wasteland with fake profiles. I've heard a lot of horror <laughs> stories, but I've also, yeah, I've heard people get married, people yeah. Yeah. long-term. Just that is a horror story to me. Oh, God. What if we did this for 40 casual. minutes? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I don't know. So I'm on this weird, I don't know. What was the point of this whole thing? Uh, this is this we're, new where thing. wanted to know about Ryan. Yeah, yeah, so I'm on Ryan. So I've been on it for a few months, and like now I'm hidden on it because I like met somebody. I've been on it for like six months or whatever. I went on like I went on six dates. Six different people? Six different people. Yeah, six states, six different people. So you're saying 36 different people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six dates. Six, six, six different dates. Uh, yeah, so I don't know why we're talking about this. What happened? But You mentioned Raya. I got excited because somebody was just talking to me about it yesterday. It was described to me as Tinder for celebrities. Oh, yeah. Illuminati Tinder yeah. or like uh, elitist Tinder. That's right. what it is. Why don't they just call it Tinder for celebrities? So it's what, like what's that accent? What was that accent? That's, that's the guy that doesn't have good ideas. <laughs> that's casual. Twice, twice, oh it's casual Bronx idiot. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> so, yeah. But they're so they're people who have some sort of notoriety or just some sort of no. It's is like that... it's like Victoria's Secret supermodels and like freaky arty girls with with like enough Instagram followers sure. like myself who like whatever and. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm on this weird thing. I don't like it though, and I just met a guy who I did not meet on an app that I have like that I really like. Cool. So I'm just trying not to ruin that because How I. Oh my god, we've been dating for exactly three weeks. Not that I'm counting. Uh, <laughs> cool. But yeah, but, but um, yeah, I don't know. But I'm like trying to ruin it. 
because I know that I like him. So I'm like, uh, it terrifies me because he has like power over me and I'm putting him on a, on a pedestal. And Are you good at ruining things? Yes. I am the master at like, even self-sabotage though Self-sabotage relationships. Self-sabotaging relationships because the minute I fall in love with someone, I think, oh my God, now they have power over me. I got to beat them to the punch. I can't believe it. They're going to, yeah. you know, and then so, so I, I'm notorious for like, yeah, I'm a monster. Basically yeah. is what I'm saying. But, What's uh, your? Do you have any like go-to tactics for ruining something? For ruining, yeah. Here's what I do. I go, uh, we should just break up. And the guy's like, no, no, I don't want to break up. And then I just keep doing. It. It's like we should break up. We should break up. That was the most up. direct way. Yeah. Uh, here's how I ruin relationships. Yeah. I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. <laughs> no, but, but I do it to test the guy. I go, we should just break up. Like hoping to God, like he right. won't, he won't leave me. And then like the tenth time I do that, the dude's like exhausted and he's like, yeah, you know why don't we? That'd be great. And then you're like, well, I guess you're just not very invested in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I knew you'd abandon me just like my father. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm dating this guy. So far, Three so weeks. good. Three weeks. I think. Uh, Wait, Lexi, you were married at one point, right? No, oh, I was I, I was engaged, engaged for like, okay. this is such an awkward setup too, because it's like. I know, I, I can't even, I can't my turn my head to you. Without it, <laughs> do we want? Do we, I mean, we can take a brief pot. Oh, is you're there such a, a. Is there a way we should reposition? No, you know what? I'll great. reposition this. I'm no. just going to lift it. Is that okay, Dustin? John, you lean That's against okay. the wall. Can I lift this and put this right in front of me? I've right already done that. I already took the liberty. I'm going to do it. Doing that too. Oh my god. I'm going to do it. Oh, oh my oh, god. Oh, oh, oh. What if I lay on the floor and suspend the mic over my head and then? Oh, oh my why god. Am I here? What do you so want from good. me? I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you everything. I got out of relationship a year ago. I'm living my life. I also write. It's hard to write. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever you, you, plant plant whatever you guys candle, said. A candle, a plant. Matcha tea. From... Stop drinking, right? You need yeah. to stop drinking. We it helps. So we, the the basic idea of this show that I, I'm trying not to run from, because it's basically like the only connective tissue that like binds like the episodes from together. Yes, faster than Alexi away from, <laughs> from a, a man who just told her that she, he loved her. Yeah. <laughs> just from what she just said. But the show's called Little Cuties. Little Cuties is a term that I started throwing around to describe myself and I extended it to Sean and I and he didn't fight me on it. I sort of labeled him, which he didn't mind. He's like, I'll take it. But it's yeah. basically like when this show started, I was uh, freshly out of a relationship. I was a, a pile of goo. I How was, long ago was that? Uh, when did we start this? April? Like April. How long was that relationship for? And then I'll get Two years. Yeah. Two years and then you just jumped right back into another thing. You love being in relationships. What's that all about? We'll talk about that later. Let's, let's put a pin in that as I say in showbiz. Well, okay. I knew this would happen but she's you've now taken over the show. No, no, is... I know. It's horrible. I, I did this yesterday. I was on like, I don't know. I was on the, I was on the most random podcast yesterday about snacks. You want to oh, was it? Uh, oh, I know, God, I know this one. We don't I need know, to go yeah, in this direction yeah. here, but I don't know where we're going. But uh, so, little cuties, you gave Sean the thing. So, little cuties, we. So, Sean and I are both almost exactly the same age. We're both twenty-four forever, right? Yeah. No, we're both. I'm thirty-two. Sean is thirty-two. Uh, we felt. I mean, when we started this, I was thirty-one, and I felt like, oh, I didn't have a job. My. Uh, I've never talked about this in the podcast, but all my representation had swiftly dropped me. Yeah. Really? Had, oh, yeah. Who are you with? <laughs> no, none of my business. So tell me everything. Some really great people who just we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're crying out of one I, eye. <laughs> oh, that's Garen's running again. It's totally fine. I'm a talented person, and uh, I know it. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I was fresh out of a relationship. Uh, no representation, no job. I was, uh, I had let, I, my living situation was in flux and i was like what the fuck is going on and i did that sounds I was, like a great pilot idea oh you yeah think so <laughs> let's all write that i've got a i've got a third draft that's 37 pages long that would disagree with you uh, keep going but um so i felt like like i should be 
and adults. Just like all things on the table, resume, lifestyle. I was like, you know, I was with someone and we were really, we were actually having a convert. We were having marriage kids conversations and then almost immediately we're done. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? And I just felt like adrift. And and also being in Hollywood doesn't help because you're like, what the fuck are we even all doing here? Um, My family's from here, so yeah, me too. I was born in Rhode Island. I feel pretty grounded. Yeah, we just kind of go home and (laughs) and hang out. Yeah, we don't have to leave town. So nice, there's a warm fireplace. (laughs) It just feels like home is the thing. It's just that's the good thing about it. It feels like (laughs) is what I yeah yeah. My family's in Calabasas and just like yeah. Are they? No, no, we're from Massachusetts. Calabasas? I don't know. I'm a poor kid. It's a latchkey kid. I don't want people to think I'm some rich kid. Not there's anything wrong with being successful because I. Hope to get there one day. <laughs> okay, you know, then my kids will have to like figure that out. You're on Illuminati Twitter. Yeah, I mean Tinder. God damn it. Uh, is there an Illuminati Twitter, Twitter that nobody's oh, told me about? Yeah, it's called being verified. Oh, I gotta man. get it. Are you guys both? You're not. Are either of you verified? No. no. Are you? No. No. You. You. You will be. You do. You do this podcast and. Yeah. And we'll rock you won't. Yeah. We'll rock you straight. I know. To the it's middle. so strange that we haven't. <laughs> anyway, so, so yes. basically, I was at a point where like I should be an adult. But I feel like a little fucking cutie. I like I had like in you look at my closet, hoodies. You look at my shoes, stupid shoes. Uh, <laughs> stupid baby shoes for babies with no laces. Babies, he can't even fit into them. I felt like a stupid. <laughs> and they're bronze and everything. It's I felt not like even... a stupid baby, but yeah. at the same time, and then no a... pants. It's crazy. <laughs> this is why he can't get employed. Donald Duck baby. That's my style. Is that Porky so, Pig in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so I felt like um, there was also certain upsides to this too where you can get away with more uh people it's not that people take pity on you but i I, it was just an interesting time where like i felt like i was getting a lot of attention from the opposite sex even though i was sad and i wasn't trying to like capitalize on that and i but so basically i was like i feel like a little and also we've also said this in the podcast but i have a friend who anytime i would wear like a sweater anytime i'd wear something nice and like as opposed to a shitty hoodie or a dumb t-shirt, she would go like, look at you, you little cutie. What are you doing? What are you? And not like, oh, you look so nice, but like, like look, at, look at the, look at yeah. the little kid. Look, at the, little kid. look uh. at the baby wearing a bow tie. Yeah. Um, so that's basically where the, where the uh, name was, was born. And so we basically ask our guests if they feel like at this point in their lives, professionally, uh, creatively, uh, personal life, just in general, general mind yeah. state. Do you feel like an adult or do you feel like a little cutie? And and also, if that feels very rigid, no people people come up with their own. No, yeah, I feel like well, I you know, I feel like a little cutie. That's like per my adolescence, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I have friends where I totally identify with being a little little cutie. Or I'll take yeah. I'll take that label on right now. Yeah. Most people. We've Ver- had yeah. two guests who have said that they they, they feel like an adult as adults. Who? Amir Blumenfeld. Amir. Yeah. What an and asshole. And then, uh, Fuck who that was the bitch. One? <laughs> who was the other Josh? one? Who was the other one? Josh? Who? Heller. Was Josh Is he single? No. <laughs> no, he's not. I'd like to go out with somebody who's not a little cute. You're not single either. You want to go either. out with adult? I'm not single. It's three weeks yeah. in. He could abandon me at any minute. And the way I'm about to ruin it. You could quit a job in that time. It's true. Oh, it's What's two like, weeks, actually. Um, so you consider yourself a little cutie? I can say, oh, I mean, God. Okay, because I have friends who are like, oh my God, this is so... I'm getting... Looking at my microphone, it's like... 
daunting. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, because I have like friends who have, have bought houses and they're like engaged, yeah. so they're talking. They're talking about having kids, and then like women. Yeah, I don't but want, how does that sound? Uh, doesn't that sound no, so it, dull? No, 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 here's the thing. Here's what I get really annoyed by, and I don't want to like make it a, a gender specific thing, but whatever, because like, you're not supposed to do that nowadays or something, because like everything's so politically correct. Right. But it's like I've like my female friends are like, but Alexi, like, don't you think you shouldn't be wearing that short American Apparel dress, or don't you think you should start thinking about like settling down and, and having a husband and uh, and having a kid? And I'm like. <laughs> I'm not even dating anyone. Like I don't even know you're t- like you know three weeks ago, I'm and I'm not ready to do that now. And I, and the people I date are like creative people who are you know, I, my whole life is made up out of nothing. You know what I mean? I didn't even go to college. I, I, I weirdly have some blog. I do some podcast. I never know what my next job is going to be. Like it's not a stable life lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. And to the idea, and I'm an only child who had a fucked up childhood. Uh, I don't want to do that with my kid if and yeah. when I ever have a kid and I do want to have a child at some point but I want to push it to as late as possible and hopefully I've gotten like a series regular role in a cool show that like I can yeah. have, no, well, like everybody's stability dream. in the you kid's know, life so that some, he can raise, you know, yeah. I, I need some like heavy corporate money coming my way so I can finance yeah. all the actual like fun, uh, you know, creative I things. You want to do. see syndication on the horizon? Some, yeah. I just, I just need like there is no stability <laughs> in my life. I don't have a, I, I don't even have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. Not that I would ever want to be taken care of by a guy, but I've got no partner in my life. Like so, yeah, it is f- bizarre. I, I just don't, you know, I. But don't. you do like your life. I I love my life. Uh, but I'm not in love with my life. No, I am. <laughs> I do love my life, but sometimes it's like terrifying. And, you, you know, you guys must have those moments where you're like, what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen? Is oh, everything going to be okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and, just but, every moment of yeah, every exactly. moment. The alternative is so depressing to be able to see 40 years ahead of you. It's like, oh, you here, know. Here's a question. I have dated some TV writers. Uh, wait. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this. I didn't need to say that, but I'm just getting raw and gritty and real right now. But I know that, like, uh, I was dating a guy who wrote, like, he writes on a show, and he envied my. He has tons of money because he's writing yeah. on a show. He's got a job. He goes to the job every single day. He's not writing what he necessarily wants, wants to be writing. Movie. He's writing on a show that I'm not. Don't try to guess who I'm talking about. What are you doing? Name I'm like, the show. I just no, name the show. I've been on shows and trying show. to think if I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. Anyway, anyway. But then he would say to me, like, <laughs> How many oh, half I, I stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but he would say, like, I envy your life because you're like, you know, you're making a thing. You're shooting this. Or you're writing that. Or you're blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, that is all fun. And I do completely love my life. And I like making stuff and, like, and, uh, uh, and I, I only do things I love doing, but then I have to have that added pressure of like, oh, I hope I book something or maybe I'm right. going to get the thing or or if the show doesn't go. Because I think, you know, we can all relate to like, you know. It's the anxiety. Oh, that... years ago, you and I were both like mentioned, didn't you sell sell some kind of pilot thing? And yeah. We we're both like in the same blurb on a thing on like mm-hmm. deadline. And like, I remember being like late 20s or like whatever, like 28 years old being like, this is it. I can't yeah. believe it. I sold a show. Yeah. My life is just it's about to take off. Like, And then all my friends who are such dicks who are like older and more experienced were like, you know it's never going to get made, right? And I was Nobody like, "Nobody said that to me." Well, I'm a, you know, it's because I'm, I'm a girl. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not saying that. No, I didn't. Uh, I, don't, I think I just didn't have any older. Like that's I, you didn't have. Any, that I, rem, like, I didn't have any established. Like all my like the friends I had that were doing the same thing were doing it like super preliminarily. So when that happened to me, I was like. Holy shit, this is it. And I remember yeah. people messaging me going like, can I have a job on your show? Oh my show? God, yeah. I know. And I have to remember like not to do that with my other friends who, who get things going. Yeah. So I'm like, that's such a tacky, horrible, like exhausting thing. they really thing. do that? That's, people that's... do that. Yeah, it's like you well, get Well, they something... were mostly being funny, but they were sort of just like, really yeah. Oh, well, they meant it. They yeah, definitely meant it. Yeah, of course they meant it. Meant it. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off before you even say anything because I am trying to steamroll the show go and ahead, make it my no, own. Uh, because, uh, wait, by the way, this is a 
this is your, this is this is not a pilot right now. You're doing people do pilots for podcasts now. <laughs> now this is, is that Dustin, how it goes? Yeah. Dustin has to like be invested in the thing. He's my friend, so he let me like he wouldn't. This is not the pilot. This is like this is not the pilot yeah. because it's already 16, been canceled. 17, if this is the yeah. pilot, it's like we're done here. This is no, not recorded. They're pulling the plug. Yeah, yeah. This is just like you drug my drink. These wires and, uh, go to just several tin cans in the corner. <laughs> we're the only like podcast to be cool. canceled by iTunes. A free oh. thing. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh, I do two different things. So I like I. Oh God. Well, one one aspect of my life is like advice giving and like wanting to be like a big sister type and doing this like love line like online dating advice kind of stuff and like I'm hosting some like dating workshop thing that I, I think will be fun and and I get emails from like kids like girls and boys gay straight bisexual whatever from like all around the world asking me for love advice so that's a really like fulfilling wonderful thing that does not pay you know what I mean right. but it's like this wonderful thing and then then the other side of me is yeah is an actress going out into the world and like uh, and then I guess writing and trying to sell shows and all that shit but it's like just so there's no yeah, stability I mean, it, you don't know yeah, what's yeah. you feel like you're falling down a well and you just can't grab onto anything yeah. a lot of the time but it's like it's, you know when I say that the opposite is I don't feel like the opposite is imagine how boring that is because that is clearly the goal that we want to get to but oh. right now you know I mean it's always said that like when people hit their you know hit this the stability marker and they're like I have a house and everything all the things that I wanted they look back and then they're, they're essentially tenure for their career now they're like fine and they don't have to worry about you know going into the red of their bank account or whatever but it's like yeah. right you know they always look back at this time when they were struggling and going like oh, that was like the best time this was exciting yeah. time I was on my toes I was hungry yeah. for it I was hustling like and yeah. so as long as we know that we if you could like flash forward and know you yeah. were gonna be okay. But then I'd feel like a naive idiot. And then I'd like then I'd calm down and be like, Well, it's all gonna be okay, right? And then right. I wouldn't be like, because I need that panic. Yeah, you like, do, because be like, then you also wouldn't try. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. yeah. I just don't know if there's a level of self conscious that you should like hit yeah. to keep yourself in check because I live in fear. I mean, you live in fear constantly. Yeah. I, you must no, be no, fun no, today. You I must live... be a blast today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just fucking. No, with no, you. no. I'm great. I'm just I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm, I've figured it out. I'm but like, great. how big is your private? Uh, your private? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just, that was a singular, singular private. How big like, is your private? How big are <laughs> your <laughs> privates, you guys? Oh, sorry. How big so are your testicles? Like... <laughs> I know. I should have slipped that one in there. You know, like in my house, we call it a private. know what I mean? Across the board. How? No, uh, uh, average to just a little bit. Okay, above. It's fine. okay, cool. uh, that's, that's exciting. I live in fear of being like what I think of as like a comedy ghost, where like in in this scene, it's like the thing that helps me is that I realize that everyone is too busy caring about themselves to like expel any mental energy, like thinking about oh, didn't didn't Dave used to like do? No one will ever think that about me, but I just live in fear that people because I look and go. Oh, wasn't that person like doing that thing at one point? Because I, I remember that press release thing, because I didn't know whatever. Just because of like management and the way things shook out, like yeah, I wrote a blog that turned into a book that turned into a TV deal, and right. the way that that TV deal happened, we weren't even attached as producers or writers. So oh. my partner and I were just like consultants. Yeah, we ended up getting like 
barely hardly any money oh my god and then the script got written not by us they were like you can be involved in it so like we went out to the writers of the pilot took <laughs> us out to a, in it. took us out to <laughs> loteria and yeah. uh, in uh hollywood got us drunk on uh fucking margaritas <laughs> made you sign a contract us, saying you would not you. be within yeah. 100 feet of them <laughs> made us, made us, made us, made us like tell made us tell dumb dating stories no but go on so you went to yeah. they, they they just like got us drunk had us tell them uh stories about like our lives and as like dating because like the, the book was about dating oh, and yeah. they went off and wrote a script with us as the main characters like our names it was like yeah. Dave and Marissa were the characters in this pilot and we got z- hardly any money they and the pilot that. didn't Your get likeness. made but then it led to like writing cre- it led yeah. to more stuff but oh, like did? the fact that people were like can I have a job on your show and I'm like I don't even know if I can have a job on my show yeah. like I read the script I, I thought it was just going to be about dating in general yeah. and there was literally a character named Dave who at one point in the script his he's dating like a street artist like a female Banksy <laughs> was that you is that what happened no is that I, they, the story they just, of your life I wish <laughs> me too they, but so I'm so my character is a bartender this gr- who also has an advice blog whatever this girl comes in she's sketching him on a napkin oh my she God. slides it over to him and this character of Dave goes oh babe this is great but are my eyebrows really that big in real life and I was like wait you're a- they were actually using that part that's a of- line of dialogue yeah. in the pilot and I was like, can I at least have an audition that for this like part a of my sketch myself? idea? Like, they're just insulting you through the script the entire way through. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, uh, anyway, so, so yeah. that. So, did, Dash Dreams is what we're talking yeah, about right Dash now. Yeah, Dash Dreams. But yeah. also, like, oh, I did have a question. What, as a little cutie, with, like, be it, which we've just discovered that's what you consider yourself, what qualifies you to, like, give advice? What qualifies me to give advice? Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, did you just fall into it, or were, you all, were did people no. come to you a lot? For I it? because I okay, when I started my website, I would write these like really personal, like forthcoming, kind of raw coming of age stories, and and feeling, and I would write about every single experience I was having at the time, like in real time, with my face and my name attached, like you know, no pseudonym, and like so I got all these emails uh, from people saying. Oh my God, I, I, I've felt the same way or I've done the same thing. And I'm, you know, because of that, you know, I, you've made me feel less alone and stuff. And I guess just people felt safe enough with me because I was so forthcoming and mm-hmm. I was so honest and, uh, you know, not the nicest. I was just really blunt in the way I was writing that they felt like they could, uh, yeah, they just felt safe with me and they would ask me questions. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I, I claim to be like a big sister who, uh, when people call into the podcast asking for advice, I, I say, you know, I'll, I will listen. I will at least, if I don't give you great advice or I don't give you the right advice, I'll send you elsewhere to somebody who will give you great advice or at least I'll distract you and I'll listen for a moment to like, you know, take your attention off your your turmoil. That's but nice. I do give great advice. I actually give great advice, but unsolicited advice is the worst thing in the entire world and I can't stand when people give me unsolicited advice. That's uh Yeah, like when your friend was like, uh, don't don't you think you should grow up? <laughs> oh yeah, don't you, don't you think you should like get married and have that's a kid and, just, and I'm just like pretty that, untactful. How, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh That's a but, weird thing to assume that someone would want to do, especially now because it's not now, now the year it is and here the locate where yeah. we live it's yeah, yeah. not it's not it's we, it's, it's commonplace it's it not really a given is. that yeah. that's gonna happen I mean it is yeah oh so yeah but for the, uh, unsolicited advice is, is uncool and then so that's why I thought well I'm really bossy and I'm an only child monster who loves doling out advice and I've you know people seem to like it so I'm gonna set up a whole thing I'm gonna set up a podcast so I can uh, 
you know, actually funnel in people who need my advice. That way I'm not just giving it to strangers off the street who uh, don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I actually do you, have, should we you know, do an example question? Yeah. Give me some questions from what you have some Twitter questions. <sighs> we do. I think oh, uh, I think they might be a little strange, possibly a little bleak, um, but we're Who bleak. is this guy? How tall is he? Not that that matters. I think I've alienated so many people on Raya, like studio heads. They're like heads of studios that like are like, "Hey, we should go grab a drink." And I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool. How tall are you?" And they're like, "They're like, how big is your private?" Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, "They're like five nine. Why? How tall are you?" And I'm like, five eleven. And then uh, they're that's like, a well, reasonable question. Well, then they go, you, being, "You are taller, you know." I, I know, and I actually included my profile or whatever. And then uh, they go, "Well, it doesn't mean matter to me, but uh, it seems to matter to you." And then I feel, and then they just like fall off the face of the earth, and I feel like I'm just, uh, I've just, you know, hurt. Do my you career. have a like? Minimum? I'm Lorne Michaels. Yeah, it's me, Lorne Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a minimum to hit? I don't know. I used to date people who were like five four, and I didn't even notice how far my, you know, my head was tilting down. <laughs> you to wear look at them. heels too. Yeah, I, I actually would, and then and I just like personality. I like Napoleon complexes more because it drives a person. You know, it, they're fun. They're funnier. They're more interesting. They try harder. Uh, but now I've gotten in my head. I think my I don't know why. I like five. Maybe my height. You like Woody Allen? Maybe five ten. You attracted to Woody Allen? I used to be. Uh. You know what the weird thing is? I don't like listening to Michael Jackson because I'm like, I cannot shake his personal life. When I listen to this music, I, I'm only thinking about his, his personal affairs. But when I watch Annie Hall or Manhattan and uh, people are like, he's, you know, Woody Allen's sick. I go, how dare you? This is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, you like, it's, you know, compartmentalize. It's one thing. It's what it is. No, you know, anyway. It is hard to not it, look. Those two movies... <laughs> I don't know. You don't like you those ma- no, no, they're so the good that, it, that it's like yeah. he's a fucking monster and should pay. But also, Annie Hall's the best movie of all time. It's like the it's greatest like movie. arguably the best. And oh my god, Manhattan is so good. There's so much dialogue going. I, I sometimes I think like you know I write too much. I'm too verbose. Like with with you know with, with my dialogue, and then I watch that movie and I go, oh no, there it is, done brilliantly and perfect and yeah. performed you know spectacularly. Okay, go on. I'm dying to see the. I don't even think it exists, but the cut of the of Annie Hall that was like two and a half hours long. That was, was supposed like a, to be that was like Manhattan a Manhattan murder, murder mystery. Yeah. yeah, really? Did you know yeah. about that? Yeah, it originally was like That's Annie Hall Diane was just Keaton a character in the movie, one. and wait, it was wait, like what? It had a yeah. completely different structure. The editor went in and was like, "We got to do some shit." And yeah, like, Annie Hall or Manhattan? Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Yeah. Was Manhattan Murder Mystery? Was it two and a half? Hour? And then they got Manhattan Murder Mystery out of. And then the... he made a separate film like years really? later. Yeah. Years later, yeah. Oh my god! And it's like it's not, and I've never heard of a single like there was a secret screening once. Like I think that just doesn't exist. Right. It's just a thing that's known, and it makes me so mad. I want to. I want I secrets. Want, yeah. Me I want too, everyone yeah. to tell me secrets. Is like what I really. He's not I even happy myself. with Annie Hall. He isn't. He's, he's not. not happy with Annie. The only movies that he's happy with are. Um, I used to know this, but uh, it's. Uh, there are like four or five movies. He's happy with Matchpoint. Oh my god! Are you saying that? Is I I did not mind. Matchpoint. I really like. I liked it too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I really, no, but see that. Okay, so he's happy. I think with Radio Days. I, I didn't. He's happy see that. with Radio Days. Okay. Um, are you lying to us? How do you no, even no, know no, this? No, no, no. I think no, no. Uh, he said it in an interview. Um, he's not happy with Matt Manhattan or Annie Hall. He's he's happy with. Does he like Stardust? Memories? I think he's happy with. No, he's he's not happy with. Hannah and her like sisters. Hannah and her sisters. He's not happy with. I don't think. <laughs> I think he was happy with. Um, Crimes and misdemeanors. Husbands and wives. He's happy with, oh. which is a fantastic movie. I love, I love that, that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Crimes yeah. and misdemeanors. Is Crimes and misdemeanors is a is a. I like that. But one. no, he was he remade it into Matchpoint. 
Yeah. He wasn't happy fully with oh, that movie. Oh yeah. my god, you're so right. Matt's he won't even, that, oh my yeah, god. He won't even rewatch his old movies. Like I saw an interview with a guy from like the BBC or something and he was like, I'm oh, so if I play a movie right in front of you, you're not gonna and you see Woody Allen turning away in the room and he's like Turn it off, please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it just gets so neurotic. It's Honestly, great. like, there's a lot of things about him that are completely disgusting. But as far as a work ethic goes, like, if I a stopped, movie a year, if I stopped yeah. doing, like, he makes one movie a year and he hates all of them. Yeah. I wrote a pilot and hated it and then stopped writing for like eight months. Yeah. Right. God. But well, I no, still tweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you know still what? He, tweet. You know what he says <laughs> that the reason why his work ethic is like that. Well, one, he says that he's not neurotic. He, that's just a character that he plays. But I believe that that is just a cover up for the fact that he actually isn't. But he, he he's like, I'm just like a you know, I'm a baseball, basketball, hot dog kind of guy. He's just like a normal guy. And he's like, I wouldn't be oh, able to accomplish what. Why are you mad at that? No, I'm a normal guy. Baseball, football, molestation. Yeah, so oh, he. Uh, well, we got out of this. We're not talking about that right now. So, <laughs> you, you can, know, yeah. his work ethic, uh, he's like, I wouldn't have been able to accomplish it, what I've accomplished if I was neurotic. He's like, yeah. I need to, you know. But the reason oh, why, why he. The reason why he. And this sounds neurotic to me. The reason why he. Um, part of the reason why he's so driven is because when he's working, he's not thinking about the existential dilemma. He's not thinking about dying, which he thinks of every moment of the day. He goes into like panic if he doesn't, if he's not working on something else. He's got to be writing or doing something. So it's just helped him. That's how I feel about. That's the only time I'm truly happy is when I'm locked into something, whether it's writing or if I'm shooting something or I'm like, you know, whatever. I need it shuts the anxiety down in your brain. It's finally like you can rest. You're in the moment and you're in the doing of something. Even when I'm at a party now, like I'm like I'm sitting in the corner and I'm like. What am I doing? This could be used towards something. Yeah. You know, I, I can relax, but it's like it's getting harder and harder to do that, which is why, you know, with alcohol, you can just be relaxed. Oh, because you've, you know, because yeah. you've you the switch, you shut down. Brain yeah. yeah. Um, let's give somebody so advice. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. yeah let's, <laughs> let's give somebody some advice if you want. Um, all right. Let's see. Some of these Dear are. diary. Oh. Who was Oh, this is this pretty show? good. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> so here's a question for you. Should, so it's not advice, it's a question. Okay. Should relationships be the unconditional acceptance of another or the changing of oneself to make another happy? Wait a minute. Hold on one second. I just want to say one other thing. What gives me the right to give advice? I've had, I'm brutally self-aware and I have had tons of experience with dating uh, and I'm in therapy and I've just... Just had tons and tons and tons of experience. What, and what if you took the questions? You're like, I'll answer that next week. So you you run it by your therapist, <laughs> yeah, and then totally. you come back. Well, <laughs> my therapist said. <laughs> I mean, uh, or you said. don't even you you but yeah like, you're like, yeah. But uh, but but re- okay, read the question. Is is say it again. I also will say I used to give advice because I had a dating blog, and it's I was way not qualified. Yeah. Because I was even when I was younger. So like I had not. I hadn't even like had my. I thought I like had my ass handed to me in a relationship because like I got out of a relationship when I was about to turn twenty five and I was like this one was bad but like no, you didn't no, even no. know I did not even know. Let me read this question. Let me read it to my like pass it to me. Shit. What's okay. gonna happen? Oh, you yeah, can, can you read it out loud again? Read it out loud again. You want to like really take this in? Should relationships be the unconditional acceptance of another? Or the changing of oneself to make another happy? No way. It should be the unconditional uh, acceptance of another person. You can't. You shouldn't change yourself to be with another person, right? I mean, this seems like a, it seems like, not to judge the person writing the question, but it seems like a fucking no brainer. Yeah. But uh, here, you, you can't change another person. You should go to an Al Anon meeting. You should never change yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, that's that's the answer. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. I you think... know what? That's, that's phrase 
a little confusing because it's it sounds like it's she's uh, saying she wants to change herself like should she change herself right 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 but the way that I read it's like should it be the changing of oneself or the acceptance of the other person is how I heard it at first and I'm like oh I thought okay but it's they're just talking about should you accept the other person or should you try to change them right or should they try to change right here's another thing I would always that in relationships I would like you go out with a guy who smokes a lot of pot and just be like oh I gotta like you know I gotta make it or I would just I loved I used to love to fix people and then one day I just woke up and I went this is exhausting who the fuck do I think I think I am I have I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. I have a million things I need to do, things I want to accomplish, like what you know, things that, whatever that uh that's their responsibility. Yep. Like I got to turn it cuz that's that's like me like blaming someone else for not being perfect so I don't have to actually look at myself, you know? Sure. Do you believe that you can grow with someone though? Like yeah. which I think is maybe a like more grown-up or realistic version of like changing someone where it's like, "Hey, like it's not I've got to make this person go running every day, but it's but but you, that's that's not two people. That's not one person changing the other person. That's like two people, you know, changing together. Sure. Like not one person kind of like taking the lead, going like you have to be this way or have it be some kind of ego pull thing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but wait, Alexia, why do you think that they always say relationships are about compromise? If you know, <sighs> I guess that's when I leave always. So I don't really know. About <laughs> that. No, but about compromise. I mean, like you could say like the compromise is like uh, if you're going to be monogamous, if if, if you meet up with somebody, if you meet somebody and you fall in love with them and they believe in monogamy and you don't and you want to stay with them, yeah. uh, the two people in the relationship have to be on the same page and like and it kind of agree to the same set of rules. So maybe compromise is, uh, you know, for one person who struggles with fidelity or monogamy, the compromise is that you have, you, can, you, have, you you can't sleep with another person or make out with another person. I mean, compromise. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, what are your feelings on monogamy? I love monogamy. Mm-hmm. That's the funny thing. You think I wouldn't because no. I claim to be boy crazy. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. think that. I just. Uh... Well, there's another thing I wanted to say about that, but whatever. We're all oh. over the place. But uh, <laughs> I like. You could be I... boy crazier for one boy. There's nothing that implies. Yeah. It doesn't say it's boys a, it's crazy. Boys cr- it's not boys <laughs> crazy. Uh, I was just I was just talking about this. I am ne- I love being single. I think being single is like the best thing in the entire world. So is being in a great relationship. They're both really great. But uh, I am never anyone's girlfriend unless I'm like madly crazy, like passionately in love with someone. Because I don't need to just like be with somebody for the sake of like I need I need to feel validated or I need my ego to be stroked. That's great. Or, or I mean, I, I think that's with, such yeah. a positive thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I oftentimes what I do is I'll like date somebody for two months where I'm figuring something out. I'm dating somebody and I'm seeing how I feel, and then if they want to lock it down and they want to put a label on it and be monogamous, it's just oftentimes it's like me running from somebody's clutches because I'm like ah, I don't want the label. I'm not I'm not into it. So yeah. I don't know. What my point is there. Oh, I always but, used to. Feel, oh, sorry. Oh no, go the, on. Oh, I just always used to feel like I needed to be in a relationship all the time. You did? Uh, yeah, I definitely did. But now at this point, I just completely changed at some point. I was just like. I really need to be single right now until because and until I feel like I'm content or like I've reached tenure, like as I mentioned before, yeah. it's going to hurt every relationship that I'm ever in and it will destroy it sort of from the inside out. Not that I'm the only one that led to the breakups in the past, but it's like it really I was like, oh, I, you know, I was I was dissatisfied because I was I felt like I need to split my time between, you know, the person that being said if there was you know i mean like i don't this is not like really been i'm in this mindset right now 
But if I'm like head over heels for somebody down the line, like it doesn't mean, you know, I'm probably going to eat my own words. But like, you know, right now it feels like it's so much easier to focus being single because I'm such a distractible little like, you know, ADD brained person that I'm like, the only way I can do this is if I just take care of these, like essentially wait. It's not a, a bad thing to say, but it's like weights on your ankle sort of thing where you're yeah, like I have to divide down. my time yeah, yeah yeah like I even dating and I always you're... feel guilty I just want to oh. say the last thing that I feel guilty also going I can't give this person that I'm dating like enough uh attention sorry yeah no no, yeah. no you're so right like because uh I was talking about compromise oh yeah it's just being single also like being on this weird dating app like I had to hide myself on it because I just thought like this turns in uh, you know from your experience on tinder isn't it weird how like for me, it became the stressful thing where it's like, well, now I've got all these weird text exchanges happening within an app and I feel like guilty I'm not responding. And, yeah. then, and then even if you're dating people on or off of an app, wherever you meet them, being single and dating becomes this exhausting thing, especially, I mean, again, I'm going to make it about being a woman, which is totally not uh, politically correct or whatever, <sighs> but it's like, you got to look cute and you're meeting a new person and get your outfit together and look cute. You know, I don't know. Just be like presentable to some new person it's like dating is fucking exhausting and it almost made me realize it makes me feel like being in a relationship is is uh if you if and when you meet the right person it's Mm. less stressful because you have your one person but i i don't compromise i don't think as far as like okay let's say you said you felt guilty if uh if you didn't make time for the other person so like i have a thing where this is what gets me into trouble in relationships is maybe i'm more masculine than i is expected because I'll have a boyfriend say, well, you know, we're, well, my friend's having a dinner party tonight. We're going to the dinner party. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to go to the dinner party. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to go. I have stuff to do and I'd rather be home, like watching a movie or like writing something or whatever. I'm not going. You're not going. Like, that's it's like it's give and take. It's compromise. And I'm like, but why? Like, just come over later and we'll have sex or something. Or like, let's do something when we both have the time. Like, why do you have to do It's like. That irritates me. And I am an only child, and I think that's a shitty part of me. But I also think it's like I'd rather be and my partner, whoever that may be, be like super blunt so nobody's ever people pleasing. So you always know that what you're getting from the person is like legitimately how they feel. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. How long into that the relationship is that? I'm not going to go to the dinner party thing because it is it is interesting. If I don't I, I don't, don't want to go. You. If I don't want to go, maybe I want to go. Maybe I'm stressed. Maybe I'm stressed out financially, or I've got a deadline, or I've got something, or I've got something I'm obsessing over. Uh, it's whenever I feel. I don't know. It could be any time. Interesting. I'm dealing with things. Sorry. Yeah. With a thing right now where I'm freaked out because I've been dating somebody for three weeks, and I don't want to date anyone else, but I don't want to be needy, and I don't know like when the conversation happens of like when we're boyfriend and girlfriend. So this is kind of like this person falls under the wild about category and stuff. Yes. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I love. So this things. is. Do you want to go with this person to the dinner party all the time now? I do See, because I like it. it. See, that's what that person had a right to sort of kind of freak out a little well, bit. I don't even know who when, that guy when was. That like, was a fictitious guy. Right. <laughs> that was a, but let's say that guy goes, you know, he starts having a problem. It's because he's he probably has like a, a twinge of like insecurity where he's like, I don't understand. If I, I got to, I, I, it's usually the girl in the relationship that wants to do these things and I'm bending towards the, you know, like, so yeah. yeah. Well, I want to be asked, but I might not want to go. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah. really win there. But um, yeah, I'm, I've hidden myself on my dating app. Um. I don't know what my point is here, but uh, something about being single. What were we talking about? <laughs> What's going on? All right, the... let me give you another question. Okay. This one is 
a little bit bleak. This one is from Dave Horowitz. <laughs> oh, what <if> God. <laughs> just reading off. How do you not how want to slit your wrist? How do I know if my girlfriend <laughs> likes me? Uh, <laughs> how do you balance the chemical reaction we refer to as love with the understanding of subjective meaninglessness? Hashtag worm food. Now, Jesus. That, well, then that comes from... We're all just going to die? Never, we never read this last week. Uh, uh, the That's last, like, this yeah. is... So the person who wrote this... This is a reference uh, to... Wrote into us. About, so... Yeah, I ended one of our. Or I went on a very long rant like several episodes ago, several months ago. Things were in a down period. A lot of bad things were happening, and I just was like, I went off about how we're all just worm food. Yeah, and what's the point of having kids? Because then those kids just become. We're just feeding the worms. Uh, I don't. Yeah, Yeah, no, it was a dark. It wasn't. That was like a different time. Yeah. That was before this haircut. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> no, months ago. Okay, cool. Months ago. <laughs> Great. Things are looking up. Oh, yeah. Are you on antidepressants? No. None of my business. What about you, Sean? No. Me neither. Do you yeah. think we should all go on them together? Right now? Yeah. Like immediately, if not sooner. Yeah, I don't okay. know. <laughs> I'm not on them. Do you ever on. suspect that you need antidepressants? I don't. Uh, I don't feel like I do. Oh, I don't think you do either because you seem pretty I'm a like smiley guy. You're so smiley. But I see a therapist. You're amazing, by the way. Side note: Sean is like I used to try to do stand up when I was like 18 years old, and now like uh, I'm an adult, kind of, but a little cutie. <laughs> and uh, and Sean's like, you just need to get on stage. You want to do it again? Because I was like, you know, wanting to do it again. He's like, you just got to get on stage. Just uh, just keep going. And every, well, you're just like the most, uh, I don't know. I get a little me, too. This pep talk was great you gave me. <laughs> and I actually threw, put on a show like uh, last week that Sean was on. Like, it was I hosted, packed. Hosted a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, I had no business hosting a comedy show, but it was packed. Yeah, you were and great. It was, it was fun. Great. It was funny. Yeah, it's like everybody had a really good, nice time. That was exciting. But Especially nice. those uh, those people in the gay nightclub next door that were pl- oh, <laughs> that were blasting yeah. music through the. It was insane. You could hear the uh, the sound of the speaker, like it, it was like a <laughs> bass, like deep bass. Where was it? Uh, the smell at, at the smell downtown. But the funny thing is, the audience couldn't hear the music as loud as the performers could. Right, right, right. right. So we'd be commenting on like. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, because we were up <laughs> it was near where the wall, oh. where their speaker was on the opposite side. And, I, yeah. I used my old band used to play there, and we would and between songs that it would just no, be, doom, doom. yeah, because yeah. the smell wants to do it again because it got a, you know got a, written up on five every day, and all these people came out and it was like actually cool. I was like putting on a show is terrifying. Yeah. You have no idea if anybody's going to show up. It's such, it's such an embarrassing, potentially embarrassing. All the people oh, yeah, very came, stressful, though, right? Um, yeah. But uh, what were you going to say? You were talking about being worm food. I just talked about that on, a, on an old episode, and yes. somebody, one of our listeners has latched onto it, and so he tagged it at the end of this question, oh. which is this bleak question I just read. Which Would you like it again? I mean, uh, talking about love, how, how do we deal, balance the, the chemical How do you balance the chemical love? reaction we refer to as love? So already pretty That bleak versus and, the fact that we're going to die, because yeah. you know, that's the nihil- it's nihilistic, I guess it's like, right? I guess is that it's the, like, the word? Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how do you approach, how I, do you oh. process feelings of love? Knowing that, I mean, I'm actually not one of the. I don't. I don't like the. Uh, love is uh, your brain releases yeah, certain chemicals. That. It's like, yeah, you know what? Fine. Let's just enjoy the feeling. Those are well, the same. Everything pe- those are the same releases people chemicals say, in your brain. Those <laughs> like, are the yeah. same people who love to go like, when dogs lick you, they're not being friendly. They need the salt on your. It's like that's shut rude. Up. Yeah, we don't shut need to know that or talk about. I it. I love dogs. Don't <laughs> tell me that shit. <laughs> um, don't take away that joy. I have the same <laughs> thoughts. And by the way. Do I feel like I need to have uh, antidepressants? I didn't think I did until I, I started describing my uh, 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 how low I get at least once a month. 
And then my friend was like, yeah, that's depression. When you get weirdly suicidal and feel like the whole world's closing in on you and like life is too hard and it's like so difficult that you just don't have the energy and like you, you feel like everybody hates you. And, well, like, do you just, like collapse and do you like I, lie in bed? I or, just like, get glazed over. I'm yeah. like in the bathtub staring up and being, and I'm like, it's just too hard. Yeah. It's too hard. I don't even like, why are we even doing this? But anyway, and then well, what's the difference and, between that and like, you know, because it, what we're doing is really hard. It is it's really hard. So constant competitive, rejection. you know? Yeah. Constant rejection. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and so, I mean. And it's there, silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. Yeah. When you really think the world about it, doesn't need we're you. Like that's it. But we're silly trying people. so hard. To, like, I love you know. what I do. This show is fun. Yeah. yeah. Sean and I make short films together. Yeah. They're fun. I write things. They're fun. Yeah. Those are when I focus on when I laser focus on like when I'm editing a Google Doc and I'm like, this is a fun idea. Yeah. I love it. But when I pull out and I go like, oh no, what did I do with my life? Oh fuck! Like that causes a little bit of a spiral. But. The idea hmm. with, the, with the girls talking about about like being nihilistic and being like, what does it all mean? Or, you know, that that idea, the fact that we're all just going to die, it's only a matter of like when and how or whatever, that propels me forward because that makes everything so much lighter. It's like, cool. Yeah. We're all just going to die. That's inevitable. Great. So I'm going to talk to the person. I'm going to go up to the mm-hmm. guy at Whole Foods. I'm yeah. going to go hang out with my friend and go dancing until five o'clock in the morning and make out with the boy and right. uh, get, uh, whatever I'm going to do or like be brave somehow and yeah. do all this shit. It, it actually propels me forward and it doesn't make me go like, oh, fuck it. No, yeah. My, it. my relationship with like life's true. Like, I mean, that's true. Like, right. Love is a chemical reaction technically. And like the, you know, I mean, all those things are technically true. But you're also trained as a human being to perceive that chemical reaction as an actual thing that exists. That's that's love that you really feel and you believe in. And then the movies and everything else perpetuate it. It's an actual real thing. Whatever you that's how people can be religious and go and spend their entire lives, you know, doing things that are just like, you know, but it's yeah. I mean, it's just as real if you I, I don't know. I just feel like I I know that life will end. I truly I don't believe in God. I believe that you know, there's nothing after this. And yet I still feel positive. Just like you said, yeah. it makes me go up to the person at Whole Foods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's the same dude. No, same no, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, why am I hitting on this guy? I'm not even gay. <laughs> but but he's such a good Lexi. bagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And also like, how about the, this is the girl who wrote this thing? No, it's a guy. guy. Oh, yeah. How rude of me to assume like a person with feelings is a, is a girl. No, it's okay. We, uh, the rest rude. of society <laughs> always assumes <gasps> everything is a guy anyway. It's, it's the gendered, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you know, good. you know how like when you, you know, anything like you're like, it's always a guy like that little riddle about the the kid who gets into a car accident with his dad and then he's rushed to the hospital or the you know the uh the kid was rushed to the hospital the dad dies and then the the doctor's like i can't operate on this kid i'm the uh i'm his i'm his parent and then how is that possible and then you're like um oh because the doctor is a woman there's the mother and then it's yeah what well is that a sexist riddle i've never you've never heard that that's a famous one i had no idea we're gonna go in this (laughs) direction oh no but i was gonna say about this she hasn't heard it either oh we don't have to go in this direction it was just a side thing where it's just like it's totally fine to assume that this that yeah that was a girl but to this guy who's writing in it's like but being like, you don't need to analyze it. It feels good. Being in love feels good. You don't need to analyze having sex. Having sex feels good. Uh, you don't need to analyze eating a churro or a fucking or, or a pizza. It, it tastes good. Just like it is what it is. Lighten up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I it's think like, it's, it's why analyze the, the chemical, whatever you want to call love. It's just if it feels good, just go with it. If it right? feels good, do it. Yeah. But like, not that. 
Like, I don't know what you're thinking about, Dave. They're just but knocked don't, over the mic. Don't do that. Dave is masturbating. Why? I should put my dick away. Yeah, yeah, yeah put yeah, your yeah, dick yeah. away already. I'm so sorry. You're like, this I, is, but no, like, this listen, doesn't count. I, it hurts. It's I read hurting the, right now. But you're thinking about me, though, right? I obviously, but okay, I read. Good. I read the vibe. Looking at I read me, the room. Oh, damn it! I He's looking at the back at Whole Foods. Oh wait. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just. I thought we were creating a certain kind of environment. A safe space. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to create. For masturbating. Dave. It, yeah. Oh, the thing is, I am spiritual, which is embarrassing to talk about. And I, I don't didn't think I did. It shouldn't be embarrassing. I mean, I, I was like listening to this like weird self-helpy. I, I see. I have disclaimers like weird self-helpy. Like what? A, like because I, I know I'm self-aware enough to know that it's like embarrassing to talk about spirituality and God and all this stuff. But I like uh, I like that shit. And I was listening to this book called uh, A Return to Love by a woman named Marianne Williams. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name. Oh, God, I'm doing her. No, I'm whatever. No, <laughs> no service. Okay. But um, have you heard of a book called Cor- A Course in Miracles? No. Okay. Well, there's this really thick book that I have not read either <laughs> called A Course in Miracles. So basically what this lady did, Marianne Williamson or whatever the fuck her name is, is, uh, is, uh, is uh, <laughs> poor Marianne, <laughs> is like made it uh, digestible. Uh, to you know, put it in layman's terms, uh, am I pronouncing anything right tonight? No, you're digestible. Yeah. Yeah. Layman's terms. <laughs> terms, layman's. I'm not so sure about. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> but uh, and what she talks about is is uh, how everything stems from. Like, oh, I'm not going to translate this correctly. It's so late in Burbank this evening, but um, it's just <laughs> like early in Burbank. Every everything comes you know, it's from late. like it, we yeah. have our own time zone. <laughs> we do it's in an, Burbank. We have our own time zone. Seven hours later, the cool. creatives yeah. kind of have their own. Time oh god, zone. the valley's <laughs> a little. It's hotter here. Like it the, is hotter here. Yeah. I'm sweating. My legs are sweating. I'm By the way, sweating. that's because that's three hours earlier. In uh, <laughs> in Burbank, I eat at Subway. It's really weird. <laughs> With Jared Grody, our mutual yeah. friend, oh, who would not want to be mentioned on this podcast. Oh, why not? Just in general. Jared wouldn't want to be. He be just doesn't want to be. Isn't a his name Jared? And you always call him Jared. I always call. <laughs> That's so fucked up. You're Do like my good Jared? friend. No, no, Jared uh, is With what I D. call him. But yeah, Jared. you're right. You know, my mom calls him Jerry all the time. No Jerry. Matter. My mom is an Asian That's woman, just a though, funny so that's name. her excuse. Oh my god, that is so racist. Thank God you're half Asian. <laughs> yeah. You're only, okay, only half. Um, <laughs> so you are spiritual. So I get, I I like you know self helpy things. I like listening. Me too. To I really of, do. Yeah. Do you really? Absolutely. What are you talking about? You're totally changing your story. Tony Robbins. Shut up. No, no, he does. I love it. Tony Robbins. Really? He talks about Tony Robbins a lot. I just like the, you know, the the way you think and things. If like, uh, when you're. When, when I about stuff, stuff about going into reaction or yeah, things coming from yeah. love or, or a place of fear stuff. and I like, ego yeah. Yeah. yeah I listen to podcasts about it I listen to I mean I eat it all up TED Talks everything like, yeah just, well TED Talks are yeah. great yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know listen just get this book if you want it's kind of cool what does the book say? I, you know what? That's uh, not, not like, my place to say I, I, <laughs> uh, I tried like, <laughs> I feel like uh, it's hard for people like us or like in this network of people or in this vocation it's hard to like fully enjoy things because I feel like I find myself all the time saying recommending something or talking about something I liked yeah but always always doing a preface that starts with like you might hate this I don't, yeah, I don't, I, mean, I, don't I don't know yeah. I was totally. scrolling through a dumb, I don't know I, those I don't. are your disclaimers because you can't own like uh... I this dumb thing I don't know I was a I was on like a, I was on a thing. Spirit quest. I went to a thing. <laughs> Marianne. Then, a vision quest is what Marianne <laughs> Williamson, A Return to Love, uh, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. And she just talks about uh, the way in which your your mind works, like uh, how, how your thoughts change uh, how your life. Listen, I can't do this right now, okay? <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're looking at me like we... Uh, 
This is like... <laughs> but, he, Sam, but, uh, Alexi just looked at me like we were at a mall. And you just tried We to- were shopping all day. We're like in a relationship. We have to find like a gift for one of our parents. And we have it. Like we're about to go meet some one of the parents. And she's like... We just like had enough. Like that was like a look. Of you know what I want to know? Side. I just like just changing the subject right now because I'm getting real loose, <laughs> real loose. How do you guys initiate? And I feel like we have to start with Dave because I feel like Sean, you don't have relationships because you're you date like supermodels for two weeks. Is that what happens? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. You date like Instagram models for like three like a month. Okay, so Dave, how do you lock down a girl? You seem like old fashioned where you're like, listen, I'm not from LA. I'm from Massachusetts. This is how we do it. I sold a show one time. Like That's I'm a how person. He locks him down. He says this whole spiel. <laughs> I say all of those things before I talk yeah, to yeah, anyone, yeah. romantic or otherwise. So how do you like? Let's say we're we've been going out for three weeks. Oh God, I pray to God. Exactly. Dear, three dear weeks angels, of the day. dear angels, please don't let the guy that I'm currently dating listen to this podcast. Because by the way, every po- I did two po- podcasts yesterday. Wow. Did, wait, hold on. You're I did my. I did my. I'm a fucking. Uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, I I did my podcast on Wednesday. Two podcast podcasts yesterday. This podcast tonight, and in each one mild spirals over the dude I'm dating, different versions of like feelings I'm having for him and things I'm worried about have trickled out in each podcast and I've told him and he's like, I cannot wait to listen. So like the things I was worried about yesterday, he didn't text me soon enough. There was a too big of a gap, you know, when he didn't text me. Now tonight I'm like, how do I, at what point does a guy ask a girl to be his girlfriend? You know what I mean? Oh, it's three like, weeks. Okay. Well, um, but how do you do it? Let's role play. How do I do? I mean, I, uh, boy, this, and I'm the advice giver. Yeah, I mean, so you're interested in a possible lockdown, is what you're saying. I'm just saying, if I'm willing to be locked down, I want to know how a guy goes about it. Because I'm so old-fashioned, I still feel like I'm not going to... Like, they have to give, like, like, like you have to give their dad... (laughs) (laughs) They have to give their dad a, uh, like, a cow and... I don't uh, talk to my dad. (laughs) Yeah, my dowry. suitor has to give you... (laughs) But I need a guy to be like... I'm old-fashioned. I want you to be my girlfriend. And I'll be like, oh. You know, I, need to, I, need to, I said that. So I did a big declaration when I was twenty. The did. last time I did that was I was twenty-two, so ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, Dave's all into this shit. <laughs> I'm so, what? It's so it, you're all into this shit. You're romantic. You it's, are. It's, no, I haven't. That. No, 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 really no. is. I wish I could be more like. No, that. No, no, I, I haven't really made do. like a grand declaration in like ten years. Yeah. And it oh. wasn't even grand. This is not an I, There were certain things between you and Courtney that I remember you reading a text to me and going like, geez, I would never, ever talk to somebody. I was like, what? like Why? What was the text? They're just like, do you want me to sit? Can, I mean, we can. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Something that you, when you guys, you know, you've you broken up uh, and gotten back together a couple times. When you guys, one time so you were breaking times. up, you said, okay, but I'm going to, you know, she, she at this point initiated the breakup because she was just getting out of a relationship and she's, and you said, okay. But I'm gonna be here, and you don't know, you know. And and anytime oh, you think oh, about oh, me, no, this no, no. whole she, this diatribe that was really awesome, like I really diatribe's oh, yeah. not the right word. That all, sounds like no, no, no. Yeah. All that all that was was that we had been we <laughs> yeah. weird that you would never say something like that. No, I don't. I don't talk like you know. I just I'm like okay, cool or not. I like. You know, I could say I like you. I just I don't. Very, it's very you know. We're we're, we're losing Alexi. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> we the the what happened was. We, I, my current girlfriend and I broke up. She was like, I can't do this right now. Mm -hmm. And then we immediately started hanging out again. Like immediately. She was like, let's hang out though. And I was like, okay, like I'm dumb. And then for whatever, a week or two, we were just like messing around. 
Wait, what is that deal with when you ask your ex? You broke up with your girlfriend. No, no, no. Here's this okay. is so my current girlfriend, the same person. She and I have been very on again, off again. It's very well documented in feral audio podcasts. Uh, Dustin's but, like hung himself, yeah, like on the other side uh, of Dustin's the. Dead. Yeah, okay. uh, but anyway, we were decided to do it for real, date for real. She went away. We talked every day. She came back. We broke up. She ended at that time. And then we immediately started hanging out again. She was like, let's hang out. We did whatever. We didn't know what we were doing. We were just being casual again. And at some point, I just was like, I don't want to do this casually. So I just said, like, hey, I think you're great, um, but I'm not interested in doing this anymore. Like, if you, I'm not interested in doing this casually anymore. I feel like we have a real shot, like a shot at something real. So it seems pointless to do anything otherwise. So if you're into that, I'm around. But if not, like, I hope you're like whatever I'll talk to you later yeah and then she just said like I'll have to think about it and then three days later we go back together I don't think that's what I'm referring to I think it was something about her kind of breaking off the thing and then you just being like okay but I'll be here and when you think about me when you lay your head on a pillow (laughs) did you say that shit like that no it was no I have it right here oh shit (laughs) Uh, it literally is not I mean I know what you're talking I, I think it's weird because I think what I'm describing is what I actually said, and it's still not close to something. I mean, you just are, for some reason I perceive you as so romantic. I know you're yeah. so cozy. Everyone... Why have you never asked me on a date? I've been here the whole time. Because <laughs> we've spoken three times in the last seven. Well, years. how are you going to get me if you only talked to me only three times? I'm playing hard to get. Yeah, well, it's working. <laughs> All right. All right. From here, from this day forward, well, then you and I will date for three weeks. Listen, I don't want to do this casually anymore really okay you're just ready if to... you're not ready to just like jump in full throttle and just like take this all right i don't want to do it take it Dave. <laughs> how, soon, how soon can i move in <laughs> ew gross i don't like you anymore <laughs> i want to be serious but not that serious Jesus, you're clingy will you live with your girlfriend <laughs> no oh, ah! <laughs> so 10 okay. years ago i like the first girl i dated when i moved out here uh we were hanging out a bunch it was fun but we weren't really official, and uh, I she took a call. We were walking down the street, and she took a call and stopped and was, like, whispering into her phone. This was, like, after Ew. a week, a God. week and a half. Jesus, of, that's how it happened? That's this was you... after, like, a week and a half of dating. Okay. And I was like, what was that? And she's like, nothing. And I was like, are you dating someone else? And she's like, uh, kind of, like, at the tail end of something. And I was like, who is it? And then she told me who it was, and I was like, Hey, don't, stop doing that. Stop dating him and be my girlfriend. And she went, okay. Oh, that's great. Uh, okay. Who was I the guy? This is a different situation. Than Tom Cruise? A very famous yeah. TV writer. Was it really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> was I it know who Aaron it was. Sorkin? Was it? I'm not saying. I know it is. Wait, mouth it. Oh, of course it's him. It's always that guy. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that's the guy who told me my show is never going to get made. Oh. That's a neg. He was well, trying to hit it. Oh, well, he didn't hit it. Good. Don't let him hit it. That day. Oh, fuck no, you. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> oh. That night. No, he never hit it. Never hit it. No one's hit it. Nobody anyway. Never gonna I don't know. I'm never going to hit it. <laughs> I would say that these last two were not like grand romantic gestures. They were just fraught with weird. I mean, whatever. They were very I'm, logical I'm, moments where you're like, I would like you to be my girlfriend. No, I'm just in for shenanigans. So like the last two relationships I've <laughs> been in, including this... 
they were just crazy. And like, so this last, the one I'm in now is like on again, off again and casual and that casual. And I was just like, let's just fucking come on. Now it's for real. And the one before that, there was like all sorts of weird stuff at the very beginning. And I was like, get away from me. No way. And she was like, wait. And literally like showed up at my door in the rain. And I was like, no, oh, I love that. And she like talked me into being with her. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But there's a little sense of, and I'll say like, in the way that your boy crazy, mm-hmm. Dave is girl, girl crazy. crazy. You guys fall in love with you, like you know a lot I'm of in things. Love with love. I fall in a love lot with of things. girls that I'm in relationships. I can't really, me too. Genuinely, I can't remember the last time I've had like a, a real crush. But you're except a cold when... monster. No, I'm not. I'm you're actually... a sociopath. <laughs> not a sociopath. <laughs> is that what they say? I'm not. I'm like the furthest you turn away. It off. You turn it off. I'm a yeah. I turn it off. Absolutely. It's to avoid getting hurt. It's really honestly like yeah, a, it's a mechanism. Thing. Yeah. I mean, for I... sure, because I went through two painful breakups in a row, like right back to back. You did? Yeah. I was like living with a girl that was painful. That was the furthest I got into a relationship. That was horrible. Just it was the living together thing. was horrible, or like <laughs> no, no, the breakup no, 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 no. was horrible. The breakup was horrible. Yeah. Having to move out. Do all this the stuff, and I was just like, and I used to just rush into relationships, and I just get, just go into them. But then this is a period of my life that's different now. I think for the past like few years or something, I've been like a lot more aware that I'm capable of doing that. And then I just kind of keep an arm's length for right now because I know unless I feel differently down the line, I'm so with you. See, I am yeah. rarely in relationships. I'm, you know, I'll be single for like years. And then get in a really, really serious relationship because I feel like it's undeniable. This last one was a long-term one? He was two years and then two years as as teenagers. He found me again as an adult. So it's like four years total and it was so romantic, but it was long distance, which is bullshit. But that was, and that's very time consuming trying to like see each other every other week, you know, it's like, so, uh. How long was the distance? He lived in Washington. He was in a band. (laughs) He was, yeah, 20 feet away. He was in a, he was in a band. What band? That's none of your business. Washington, D.C.? Washington State. Was he in Fugazi? Oh. Washington State. No, but the funny thing is, Mike. Was dad- he in the Washington? There's like a chorus group that sings at the. You know what I'm talking about. Where's this? He was in the Wash U marching band. Yeah. No, my dad was friends with Ian Mackay's parents and used to like buy. I don't know, candy and porn for like Ian McKay or something. Wow. Candy and porn. I don't know, but I think he's like straight edge, but I don't know if that has to do with porn. But no, this dude lived in Washington Psst, State. Sex and candy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, he's uh, the singer of Marcy Playgrounds. Yeah. He's in, yeah, Marcy's Playgrounds. <laughs> uh, no. It's a cover band. He was in Modest Mouse. It's a pretty cool band. Really? Moment of silence for Modest Isaac Mouse. Isaac Brock? <laughs> no, was he? the drummer oh. guy. The drummer. Oh my God. Does anybody listen to this podcast? Yeah. They a lot of guys in bands, Alexi. Oh no! I thought I was thinking of a different guy. Who? Um. Oh, I I like band guys. Okay, that's something <laughs> I've liked in yeah. the past. No more. No more. It's gone. I used to date comedians as a teenager. I was like an idiot. Uh, then musicians. as a teenager, I don't know. I don't like, like adults, if I were uh, adults. Adult men stand up comedians. If I dated guys, I feel like I would date yep. guys in Bill bands. Burr. They're like much cooler than comedians. Band guys are <laughs> yeah, cooler. They're much Paul cooler. Reiser? No, I dated Paul Reiser for like an eon, but that had to end. You know, they got that <laughs> mad Too about tumultuous. That <laughs> mad about you money. And he was like fucking peace. residuals. <laughs> took some of that I'm just money not peace. that mad about you. <laughs> oh, oh my god! As a teenager in Los Angeles, would you go to comedy shows? Uh, yeah, yeah. I would go to That's Largo. Where you met Grody. Yeah, uh, yeah, my friend Jared Grody, who I've known since preschool. We would go to Largo. Jared Hardy. Jared Hardy. <laughs> we lost. Dustin's had enough. Uh, okay, work Dustin, is, there's a new person coming in. This is great. Stud- the studio is fucking crazy. Um, Dustin, should we wrap it up? Yeah. What's he saying? Oh, he's he's not. Yeah, yeah, we've only been on for three hours. Okay, let's wrap it. No, no, this is not. <laughs> this is great. It was really fun. I just want to say also earlier. I just want to say this one thing. 
that um uh what was I talking about the uh, when we were talking about depression earlier like I've had people in my family you know be depressed I'm not sitting here and gloating not that you thought that but I'm like I did not it's a serious... I, did. I do now no but it's like a serious thing I just feel you know I mean I was just you know it's a uh... well you took your shirt off and you were pumping both yeah. your fists up and <laughs> yeah. you're saying Cross- I don't need any depressing style. Yeah. it was a Zoloft on my chest with it no. with an X around it yeah. and you revealed, a, strike uh, you revealed a banner on the wall that you made that says depression yeah. isn't real yeah. so that's the only reason I thought you were glad yeah it's kind of rude uh, yeah. anyway <laughs> But well, no, that's well, the that's the thing, only yeah. not, nothing you were saying made me. <laughs> but think that, that no, I just wanted to say that it doesn't mean. I mean, I definitely feel like bummed out a lot of the time, and just like you know, like it's life is hard still. It's not like I don't. I just it's like a constant gleeful thing. I complain to you constantly, Dave. But the uh, I know. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I mean, I, 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 I know might, you. You know, but Alexi knows me as just always constant smiles all the time. Yeah. But it's not. You know, definitely. I don't think you're misrepresenting yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, As a person, all yeah. I know is you inspired me to host a comedy show and to try to do stand up again. And well, that's when uh, I'm just trying to my annoying like no, that's self-help. Great. This is when we're I like, love that. yeah, yeah. No. When I'm like, I Tony no. Robbins does I, it. Oh my god! And, and I, was, <laughs> I was going to open mics and like texting Sean. I hadn't seen him in years, but like faceless, like texting Sean, like being like, I'm at the thing. Yeah. This place is so dismal. I can't yeah. do this. I hate it. And he's like, Stay in it. You got to do it. Keep your eyes on the prize. Look ahead, Alexi. Focus. You're texting me on stage. Don't text on stage anymore. Don't text reading my text. That counts as stealing jokes. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Okay. 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 Well, we've 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 uh, we started a lot of threads. There's a lot. Yeah. This is a very. We'll have you on again. This is an Afghan future. quilt. You're that's You're only fantastic. Started. Guy. It's on the loam loom. What's the name of the thing that you? Oh my god. I don't know. We are. Spiraling. Okay. This is bad. We're getting a little punchy. <laughs> uh, but it took us until the very end of the show to get punchy. Yeah. Uh, Alexi. <laughs> We gotta go, we gotta leave. It's okay. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I know we've we've talked about um, some of the the things, things, the websites and everything. But what what where can people find you on the internet? Where you would you like to me, direct people to? I would to? think you should follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. You can read my blog. I'm boycrazy.com. You can call into my live podcast every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific, boycrazyradio.com. Do those get archived? Can you download those? They do. Yeah, available on iTunes. Download everything. Listen to everything. Look at every picture. Read every blog post. Read every story. It's exciting. And uh, Sean, where can people find you? Oh, you know, like uh, around. I'm like at the park a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. At Sean Perlman. Yeah. And uh, Twitter, yeah, Instagram, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, the rest. I have a website, SeanProlman yeah. yeah. and that's that's, about, that's then we, right. you know, and then we do this together. Yeah, then we do this <laughs> together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can't find me. Yeah, okay. you can. you're right over there. You're on I Twitter. fucking dare you <laughs> to find me. I promise you, you won't be able to do it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys. Feral audio. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.